The coating durability test puts excess through a cycle of 10,000 strums. Through the lens of a microscope, it is clear that excess retains its composition better than other coated strings. Testing complete. Yes. Hey everyone, this is Chris Keysport from Your Guitar. Today I'm joined by Chris Bishop of Crowbot. Hello, Chris, what's how up, are you doing? Man? Good, very good. As we discussed off camera, the best name in the book, Chris. Yes, dude, the best and probably most used, like maybe like right under Muhammad. Yes. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> I don't know. It is. Yeah. It is, uh, you know, based on uh, where you grew up in the world. Yes, yeah, very much so. And you said off camera, I want to call you out for this. You also said it's very close to being the Karen of male names. Yes. I, which, yeah, I'm sort of like that. It's like, I'm glad that I came up with that. You know? I never asked for the manager, though. <laughs> I, I, Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. I'll age into that. Well, Chris, we are here not to talk about our names, calling the managers. We're here to talk gear, and you have plenty of it, sir. Yeah, yeah, So talk man. to me about what you're using over your shoulder here. Um, so, uh, so most of this is new. We had our trailer stolen, unfortunately. Damn. Um, but uh, so the first thing that I got was a, uh, the Victory Super Sheriff. Okay. Um, I always wanted to get like a 800 or a, a Friedman style, like hot rod at 800 or something. And uh, Alex from, who used to be at Orange, Alex oh, yeah. here, he works with uh, Victory now. And he's like, try this out. He sent it to me. Uh, originally sent me like the 25 watt one. And it was just, a, I didn't have as, as much headroom because like, I really, I only use one, one uh, channel. This cleans up really, really nice, man. Like, so you know, I got this one, and uh, yeah, came out great. I think I used like the second, the second channel, the uh, the first game stage on the second channel. Okay. So yeah. that's like the souped-up one. And that's where you live, and then everything yeah. else kind of colors and changes. For sure, like it's all uh, amp distortion. There's no fuzz. There's or distortion um, pedals. It's it's all from the amp. And yeah, it's this. Uh, Let's talk about this bad yeah, machine. This, so this is a Burley. Uh, this guy he makes uh, makes these Fender style uh, guitars in Austin. Uh, this one has the Lawler P90s, which are really really awesome. Uh, right now, I think it's like my my favorite P90 that I've okay. got. Um, it's noisy, but it's like it's not too much. It's not like like riding a bull. You know? yeah. like, I mean, you can hear it now. It's noisy, but. I mean, for the most part, like, I'm pretty loud. So, um, yeah, I love this guitar. I, I had a buzz stop put on it just to help with a lot of the string noise, mm. um, just because this is such a big space with, with nothing on it. Yet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean. What do you use for strings this and is tunings? DR, DR 10 through 48. It's, uh, I pretty much you know played those for a long time uh yeah and the yeah the neck on this thing is like it's bigger than i've ever played and it's one of those things like now that i'm used to it i love it really yeah because all my other tellies are like super thin like i think what c c shape or mm -hmm. whatever but they're really you know really, really thin yeah what have you grown to to love about your companionship with the new neck um he he really sands them down 
you can tell he's really sanded it to more of a V. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it is just a little bit bigger. Uh, I think just like that really soft feel on the back because he like really, he relics the the, uh, the guitars for just to make them sit and feel good when you mm. play them. And, and like you can really tell a difference, man. Um, the mastery bridge on this is like phenomenal. I, I have such a problem with rusting out everything that I play. Yeah, from sweat. Yeah, sweat dude. Here. Yeah, and it's like, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, we're, we're the opening band and there's not a lot of time so it just goes right in its case without like a proper wipe down yeah and it's, it lives to fight another day man. <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> yeah now i know from previous interviews i've read and seen even with premier guitar you've had a lot of mods and wire modifications done to your guitars is that still something you do and is this what's going uh, on here not on this one um and one of my other guitars still has it. A lot of them have taken it out, because, okay. and mainly because of the amount of sweat. Is I've, I've had a lot of issues with it. Can you um, quickly explain to the audience what you so, did? So, so then what I would do is I would, uh, instead of putting a kill switch in it, I would reverse that so it would create a ground hum instead of it it uh, being a complete kill. Okay. And what that would do is like anytime I would press that switch it would react with the wow, with that wow. sound of the wah because it would basically create this weird noise and wow, that would control wow, it wow. um and it was always it was never the same it always depended on how loud you are and yeah. how much noise is going on um but i i just noticed when i was touring heavy um i i would sweat into it and it would create that connection sometimes it would just start doing that mid show and i couldn't turn it off i was like ah, you know <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I took it out of most of my main guitars. I still have it in one and okay. it's really only detriment. I can create those sounds other ways. I was going to ask, is there another like a path to the, to the, yeah, I mean, with a lot of feedback, the... I mean, right now there, there's, uh, the, the weirdest sounds that I'm messing with now, I've, I've put this harmonist on an expression pedal so that I can do like the dive bombing, like. Like that sort of stuff. Mm. Like, and so I don't have to have a Floyd and yeah. be dive bombing, you know? Yeah. Like, cause this thing, you know, I don't even Doesn't mess do with that. that. Yeah. But uh, that, and then uh, I've got this uh, triple graph. And in the middle of it, it's got a. Uh, the new Jack do, White pedal. Yeah. Or like... You can have it like a kill switch or you can have it in a loop. And I have my uh, Paul Gilbert uh, airplane flanger always set to take off. The pose of the clown. Yeah. It's really cool to like... Yeah, so clearly you like interactive pedals, like yes. stuff that you can manipulate on the fly. Yeah, to... and it has to be the pedals. Like uh, I've really tried to dumb it down to use like a Kemper remote or a switcher, but being able to control each individual pedal is extremely important. Like this echo shift, you have to be very careful with it because I've broken so many of those knobs. Oh, I bet. You know what I mean? But like this. <laughs> So, you know, having that in front of that really helps for like 
builds in between songs or in parts and uh, yeah I mean and that so those are my main ones basically the triple graph the airplane flanger the, the Vox Time Machine and the Ibanez Echo Shifter. Now the Vox Time Machine, the way you manipulated that dial, is that like a spring or did you put something in there? The way it looks, it looks like it kind of like almost comes back, yeah. to, back to set. So with that, that one is just a stock pedal. And I've had a modded before to where I've, um, I've put this knob on a fader. Oh. But every time I've done that, it's, it's, it's changed the reaction that I have of the way the you delay. just did it. Yeah. So basically, all I do is as soon as you hit it, it's going to take off. So yeah, you yeah. have to, like, or it'll build slow like that, but. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool, I get asked, you yeah, know, it's so much about ones. that because it's such a unique sound and also I've never found another pedal that can do that th that responsive yeah. in real time you your like tone is like three o's oscillation octave and out there yeah that's good <laughs> that's man. like what I think of when I hear your guitar playing <laughs> yeah that's really cool yeah yeah dude but what else is on your board and then maybe real quickly we'll talk yeah. about these two ponies behind me so uh it's a uh, you know victory uh, distortion and uh for the Every single note riff that I do, I've, I've got like a subtle sub octave on it. And then, then like for the really heavy uh, riffs, I'll stack uh, the tentacle, which I've which done is, for years. And that's another octave, right? Octave it's an analog high octave up, yeah. Okay. So it just it creates almost like a bit crush. Like. Have to be careful not to play too many notes and like tighten up when you yeah. do play it, but it does, you know, make a really awesome. I mean, even by itself, sometimes like in like low life, the lead stuff will, will be just the tenor. But yeah, I mean, I, I've just been a fan of like the band of gypsies, yeah. the Hendrix sound for you know, and that's basically that pedal, and then uh. Always some wow. form of a uh, spring-loaded Morley. You know, it's I have left a wah on way too many times in my life. <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> to be, yeah. Well, now it's this thing. I got to get some rubber bands on it because I, I start the like the set and it'll be, you know. <laughs> Sounds like you're playing with a flat oh, tire. Dude, I had, yeah, <laughs> I had uh, Eddie over here like, screaming at me, like checking his tune. He's like, are you out of tune? What's going on? It was just that damn. So. Yeah, you hear the cocktail. I don't know if you've ever heard of the cocked harmonist tone, you know, like the Mick Ronson cocktail sound. Yeah. Or, or anyone that uses that. But uh, yeah, I've never heard the cocked harmonist wah. Yeah, but maybe that's Jesus. Be your thing. Oh my God. <laughs> well, how are you using the ricochet? Um, that is like basically my, it's like a condensed whammy for me. Um, <laughs> You know, just like a you know traditional Tom Morello-y sound. Yeah. That that's a go-to. It's just a smaller footprint on an already huge board that I have. Yeah. You know, and then I've got my, my wireless. Okay. Uh, the Shure DLXP, whatever that is. I think you uh, actually nailed it. DLXP. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Sixteen or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. 
Uh, I love it. I don't really have any issues with it. I mean, a couple times in festivals I've had dropouts, but, you know, nothing too major. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty convenient to be able to have that as a tuner as well right there on the board. I don't think you're the only one that's ever had dropouts at festivals. Yeah, I think, I think the kids do that happens. thing. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, Old Blood? Oh, that's, uh, so anytime I'm playing something clean, I just pull it back and uh, just throw that on. Yeah, it's Modulation. just like it's it's a pretty wack, pretty wacky reverb. It's okay. got all kinds of crazy cool shit on it. Um, but I just use it really simply just for that. Yeah. And it was a gift for Christmas from my best friend Alberto. He uh Yeah, so I haven't really had a chance to mess with it too much. Well that's a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> well speaking of friends, let's meet these two friends cool. real quick. Who so, do we got here? Grab those. This is the one that I've I've uh, for you if you want. Yeah, I've had for a while. Uh, you can see that's where I had the noise switch in there. Oh, okay. Took it out just because it was, uh, you know, it was getting pretty wacky. But this bridge is almost rusted through. It's almost time for a new one. Uh, this this pickup is a phenomenal. Uh, it was just like a hundred dollar Seymour Duncan. Okay. And honestly, it was my favorite pickup for, until I started playing this one mm. um, with the Railhammer uh, P90. And uh, yeah, I do mean, you use this on stage, to, or is this a backup? No, how, that's how usually it? my main one. Um, okay. For for this tour, it was supposed to be um, my golden guitar for our new song. That's in standard double drop D, um, going to California tuning. Yeah. Got, you know, but um, so I instead of trying to tune every night, I would just switch guitars. Got it. But now we're playing that song half step down, so I can just. Do that, drop it down live. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. And are you guys playing anything in drop C? I know that you guys um, so are when, C sharp. When I do, we have one song called Without Wings, and when I do play that song, I just tune the top string down to a C. Okay. And I'm really light on it because it gets really floppy. Yeah. You know, especially with the 48. But uh, yeah, and then I just play a thing in a half step. Well, what about this last one here? Um, I want to give equal yeah, a look. This one is. Uh, this one is a guitar that I've had for a long time and I've had it overseas. And when the trailer got jacked, I, I wanted to, to use it. And uh, so I had Sam, a uh, good friend of ours, send it over. I just put a mastery bridge on it because everything was like super rusted, been mm. sitting in storage for a long time. And uh, yeah, this still has the switch on it. Okay. Um, which I actually rerouted it to just be a kill switch because it was just having a lot of like noise issues mm. um, but this is a uh, bare knuckle p90 which is really cool and honestly the i mean it's probably it sits low but uh it's not as as uh, uh powerful or as wild sounding or mm. hot as these other ones and uh yeah i mean other than that that's pretty much it i love the bridge doesn't rip up my hands like the other like yeah. vintage uh, yeah. telly bridges. Turn your hand into hamburger. Yeah, dude. Um, and yeah, sand it down the back of the neck because once I started playing with this and realizing how much I hate finish on the back, I'm just doing that to all my yeah. guitars now. All right, Chris, we breezed through the guitars, your pedal board, and your yeah. amp, but I see a green device over yeah, there on yeah. your left so, shoulder. What's going on there so, so people aren't speculating? What I'm doing um, is we have two campers. And one Kemper is for the bass rig, and uh, it's ran to a, a 
cab. That's the powered Kemper. Kemper. Okay. And then the, the stage, I think that's what it's called, right? The Kemper stage? Yeah. So that's actually my bass players. But that's what I'm using, and I use that for a front of house signal. Um, so basically there's two mics on my cab, which is the Victory. Okay. And then he gets a direct signal from the Kemper and creates a stereo sound. Okay. So... Uh, Whatever he does to it, he, I think he may delay it a little bit and just set it um, just for a tonal difference, you know? Um, that way I only have to worry about my one rig on stage. Um, yeah, I mean, it, campers are great, you know? Yeah. I, I will say I, there's nothing like having a real amp really loud right behind you. Yeah, I can, I can speak to that. Yeah, <laughs> especially, especially in smaller clubs, you know? Yeah. Um, I noticed... Uh, because a lot of bands just won't have cabs at all and uh, man it feels like such a letdown for all the people in the front row you yeah know? but uh yeah I mean, it's sort of how we do it so i'm it's a sort of a stereo rig but like i'm not running any stereo effects yeah it's basically just to have two different sounds coming out and he can spread them apart and like make them sound like two different guitar players sort of yeah oh, yeah and it, while it's basically what it is is i have the the victory super sheriff which is that sort of British uh, sound. And then I'll, every night, I'm sort of messing around with different tones to try something completely different from that. Yeah. Whether it's like a really fuzzy sort of uh, orange tone or like, a, you know, an AC30 um, or, or just, you know, a basement or something. Um, I've got some of my amps that I've uh, modeled on there, like at my 74 basement mm. uh, 410. That sounds really cool, and it's so di different from the uh, victory. So thinking about it more as not doubling, but more as complimenting the yeah. sounds rather than yeah. Because sometimes you just put more and more. It's like two different sounds, but the same. Right. And like I used to have, do it to where I would have two amps, and I would have a 20 millisecond delay to set them apart from each other. And it's cool sometimes. Sometimes it just came off like straight up chorus sound yeah you know just sound like uh brian adams up here playing, yeah. you know? <laughs> which is cool but uh you know that's not crowbot no and i think the way he's doing it is you know honestly he might not even be using much of it but for our ears as well um the way i have my ears as i have one left of the victory right of the other uh microphone of the victory and then right down the middle i have the kemper really low so it just sounds huge in my ears. Awesome. Well, Chris, I know yeah. that your bandmates are ready to rip on stage yeah, for a sound yeah, they're check. Gonna uh, yeah, they're going to kill me if I'm They're going to kill me, too, because <laughs> I'm you know, the least cool Chris. So oh. I appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Talk to us about Thank the gear. Thank you very much. Uh, not only is this guy a phenomenal guitar player, but check out his tattoo work on Instagram. Thanks, tattoos man. out of Austin. Yeah. So check him out. Chris yeah, Bishop, sure. Chris Keys from your guitar. See you guys next time. Thanks, guys.